It's warming up. Come on, let's see jazz hands, guys. Come on. Jazz hands, Greg. I know. Yeah, you didn't forget about jazz hands, did you? All right, there we go. <laughs> Jordan's doing jazz hands. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 270 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville. And our special guest tonight, Greg Pruitt right there, Idaho Second Amendment, uh, what is it? The Second Amendment Alliance, right? Yep. Got it right. Second Amendment right. Alliance and Second Amendment activist. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. And we also have Jordan Stein from GOA. What's going on? Good Alliance to be back. Jordan. Yes. Great to have you back as well, Jordan. Shout out to everyone out there in the chat. Uh, this is going to be like a Second Amendment conversation tonight. We're going we're to get deep. We're going to get deep. So I'm probably going to forego um, all the shout outs and stuff like that. But here's what I'll do. I'll shout you out if you ask a good question for either Greg or Jordan or myself. Uh, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff tonight. There's, um, I think we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. So I don't really want to, you know, get uh, too lost in the shout outs and stuff like that. I would rather actually answer everyone out there's questions. I just want to remind you guys, please hit the thumbs ups. Okay. Let's get those thumbs ups going. Also share this if you don't mind. So you can get some other people to come in, join the conversation. Um, I'm actually going to go in right now. Uh, I don't know if you guys out there can do it, uh, Jordan and Greg, but I'm actually going to go right now and thumbs up the show myself. I have no shame. Already done, man. Already done. Yeah. Oh, look at that. You're, I just you're did awesome. it. Yes, you guys are you guys are rocking and rolling. So I'm going to go in there and uh, let's see. Let me. All right, cool. Oh. Yeah, so there we go. That's done. Thumbs up to given. All right. So what's going on, guys? What's up? I, I'm just very glad to be back and to be back with an, one of my awesome friends, Greg Pruitt. So this is very cool, very exciting for me. Yes. Yeah. And Jordan, Jordan, just so everyone knows, where were you? Where was I? No. Where are you now? Oh, I'm I'm in Springfield, Virginia at GOA's headquarters. There you go. Okay. Awesome. Greg, what's up with you? And where are you, my friend? Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me back on, brother. I'm excited to be back on here. And I am out in Caldwell, Idaho. It's a suburb of, of Boise, which is our capital. So just. Just enjoying it out here, man. God's country. I don't know where you guys, what you guys are doing over there, but I'm over in God's country. So oh, in Florida, in Florida. <laughs> oh, I'm not even getting in. I'm not even getting into that. I'm not even going to fall into that trap right now. How's the weather? Uh, the weather out here, it's, it's kind of funny when you get into the fall in Idaho during the day, it's like 65. And then all of a sudden at nighttime, it drops down into the low thirties and you're like, what in the world Ooh. just happened? So <laughs> you have to, you have to have a sweater on in the morning and then you get your tank top on later in the afternoon. You're good to go. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So anyone else out there from, um, from these guys next to the woods, let us know. Jordan, how's the weather up where you are? Finally, it's, it's fall weather. It's been so hot up until recently and it's like it flipped the switch and now it's like a high of 55 I got my flannels on, not today, but I'm wearing my flannels. I got my, my car hearts out. I, I've got my cowboy boots. I am all oh other. So. Wow. Okay, yep. cool. That's a interesting visualization there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, by the way, if there's a... Uh, let's see. Someone wants to know why Jordan's thing say Eric. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I, I see it as well. 
So I don't know. That's whoever's email or whatever's on the email or something like that. I don't think uh, I don't think that's deliberate, right, Jordan? No, I think it's we we've got a different setup here. So if it's saying Eric, it's because it's set up with Eric's email. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it's me. Yeah. It's, it's Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, believe him. It's him. You've it's seen him on here. You, you've seen him already on here, so you should know. And then I don't know if I'm supposed to announce this, Jordan, but uh, I heard you got in, engaged. You're I did. Engagementized. I did. I, uh, Megan, my fiance, most beautiful girl in the world. Uh, she, she said, yes, I asked her last June. So we've been engaged for, for a few months now and, uh, the, the wedding's in March. So we've been doing a lot of planning and it's been a little stressful, but we had a lot of the details worked out. So I am very excited and I'm the luckiest man in the world. If I say so myself. So awesome. Awesome. Congratulations to you, Megan. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. I can't even remember when I got married. I can't even remember those. <laughs> can't remember those days. It was so long ago. <laughs> he says that now, and then a few years, it'd be like the old ball and chains holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Lola's right there. She's right there. She thinks that way about me. She's like, I don't even want to remember. Yeah. All right. So cool. Let's. I. I think let's jump in here. Um, there's so many things going on in the Second Amendment world right now. We were kind of saying this off air. And, uh, you know, it's it's really why I want to invite everyone in the chat to come in and ask you guys questions specifically about what's going on. You can ask about what's going on in your state, you know, on a local level and on in, you know, a national level, whatever it is that you guys want to get into. But I think that this is probably the most precarious, the most dangerous time for second for the Second Amendment in America right now. Um, in my, in my opinion, I think everyone's asleep at the wheel or most people are asleep at the wheel. People really aren't thinking about this that much. They're, they've got their minds in lots of other things. I just want to know where you guys are at with that. Hey, yeah, go ahead, I, I'll, I'll go first. So, uh, what comes to mind for me, Hank is, you know, right now we have Trump as president and, and typically when you have a Republican president or whatever party's in power during the midterms, the other party kind of takes over the, the Congress. And that, that's traditionally what happens. And uh, right now at GOA, we're trying to do everything we can to keep gun grabbers out of control of Congress, not necessarily Rep- Republicans or Democrats, but people who hate the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing right now, because honestly, you know, and I say this all due respect to Trump, but I don't want to rely on him to veto bad stuff. You know, sadly, we've seen that he's, you know, willing to, to compromise on, on various issues and and, you know, he may not be willing to veto everything. So we we, we need to snuff it out now. And, and in fact, we need to continue to go on the offense, you know, while, while we have a president who will, who most likely signs some good stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so we need to we need to go vote, get to the polls. And I don't want to get to it too early, but, you know, GOA released our, our, our congressional scorecard and we make it kind of easy so you can see who's good and who's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to actually throw that up here. Let me see. I've got a link to it. We were talking about it yesterday. We're going to definitely talk about that tonight. So I'll throw that up. I'll throw a link up to that um, here. And, and then, Greg, yeah. W- what's your opinion on that? Yeah, and we've we've seen the same things in other states that that I work in, and guys that I talk to that, that work other gun groups in other states. That especially right after the election, it was you know Trump's in office, and you'd go to the gun shows, and you're trying to get petitions to to stop a bill or to push a bill, 
And most of the gun owners in there, a lot of them, you know, a lot of the older guys were just like, oh, Trump's in office now. We got the NRA. Everything's good to go. We have nothing to worry about. And I'm and I'm just sitting there thinking, <laughs> what, what do you mean there's nothing to worry about? I mean, you know, over here in Idaho, for instance, all the states around us are absolutely imploding right now. Oregon, Washington, California, all the worst gun laws in the country. Most of them right now are coming out of the states right next to us. And I'm like, you guys got to wake up. Like if you yeah. go to sleep at the wheel, eventually these progressives are are a disease, right? This this idea of progressivism will seep into your state very slowly, or in some cases very quickly, and and they'll destroy everything. And then you'll wake up one day and go, "What in the world just happened? What happened to my state?" You know, yeah, it's gone. and it's and uh, you're not uh, you're not protected by having an R or a D. You know th- that makes no difference. Um, after the name of whoever it is you're support you're supporting out there, right? Because you've got progressive Democrats, but also progressive Republicans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Lots of yeah, lots of them, including right here in Idaho. We've got progressives here in Idaho in our in our state house. Mm-hmm. And and the problem was Donald after Donald Trump got elected, you know, everybody thought, well, the president's there. I'm I'm and I'm telling them, look, the president's not going to do jack squat. In Idaho, because that's not his business. Okay, if, if a gun control bill comes up in Idaho, which we actually had this year in Idaho and defeated it by four votes, I said the president's not going to do anything. They don't mm-hmm. care what the president says about a gun control bill in Idaho. He's he's supposed to stop it at the federal level, uh, which he didn't with the fix Nix bill. So we, we just because the the party affiliation changes, whether it's at the presidential level or whether it's your governor or your state senators or whatever. None of that matters. You have to be vigilant all the time, no matter what. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think kind of the strategy of what's going on right now is that they're going after the states. If they can get the states to enact uh, gun control, it's happened here in Florida. I know people don't want to admit that or believe that in Florida. I get, you know, (laughs) I get those comments all the time. But it happened here in Florida, which is totally ridiculously unbelievable. It's happening in other states around the country. That's going to be the thing that can go, well, if, if Florida is doing this, why don't we just make it national? Yeah, exactly. I, you know, that's the, with the states is a great point. And their latest and greatest uh, scheme now for gun control is just the so-called uh, red flag laws. So if you're unfamiliar with a red flag law, it's essentially where I'll use Greg as an example you know, I, I go to a judge and say, I think Greg is a dangerous person. Let's, you know, let's take his guns away. Uh, the judge issues a court order and then uh, please come take uh, Greg's guns away with no due process. And uh, mm-hmm. typically he's not there to defend himself in court. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an ex parte hearing. And that's what they're pushing across the states. Uh, we've been very active. I know Greg's been very active pushing them. Um, and we, we've stalled them in a lot of places, thankfully. Uh, but they're still on the move in some others. So it's a, it's a constant battle. Yeah. And then in that, in, um, I know every state has that in a different way. But typically the person now has to fight to get back their rights. And they have to pay for that fight, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know if if people really think about this, it's very easy to 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 drop into this situation, especially if someone could do all this to you without pulling you into court and saying, hey, this person says that you're dangerous. Can you prove that you're not dangerous? You know, instead, they just go out there and go, yeah, he's dangerous. Someone shows up at your house and they're like, we're taking we're taking you guns. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually, that is that is one of the 
pieces of legislation, I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you passed in Florida and that Republicans, dozens of them helped pass in Florida of all places. Never, never should have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and that's that's like one of the big things I want to talk about. I don't want to only talk about the Florida thing. Obviously, you know, I mean, I kind of have the bully pulpit here, but I know that it, it was amazing what happened. I mean, people's heads are still spinning here. Obviously, you had this tragic tragic situation at a school here in Florida that was ignored by the school authorities in all the circles going all the way out to the FBI, ignored what was going to, you know, uh, people saying something's going to happen here. Didn't do anything. This thing happened. The the entire country reacted before we knew what actually happened, because we still don't know what actually happened there. Um, Florida enacted gun control. And uh, the governor of Florida, Rick Scott, who's a Republican, made the Republican-led state Senate put this gun control into effect. You know, it's the most, it's the most ridiculous thing I've seen. And at, and at this point, you can't, uh, you can't buy any gun in Florida until you're 21. You know, you can't own what they call bump stock, but it does, it's not just bump stocks. It extends to any device tools and all that kind of stuff. There's so much gun control that went in in this thing. We could we could just have like a whole show talking about that. And it was allowed to go through by Republicans. It was voted yes by Republicans. And Rick Scott signed it. And then the next day said, hey, I'm running for Senate. <laughs> and that, and yeah. that's that's what is so frustrating. I do I deal with it every day, and I'm sure Jordan does too. And you see it all over Facebook right now. Red wave, red wave, vote Republican, down ticket. You know, completely vote Republican. And I'm thinking, okay, especially if you live in a state like Florida, where you know 64 Republicans voted for gun control. I'm like, look, you guys got to stop looking at the party label and just assuming they're going to protect your gun rights. In fact, that's why I started my group in Idaho was because I was sick and tired of Republicans not doing anything for gun rights. And so I started beating up on them, politically speaking, for not doing what they promised that they were going to do on the campaign trail. And there's too many gun owners in too many states that are apathetic and just see that R next to their name and say, well, he he showed me his hunting picture. I saw his hunting picture. Clearly, he loves this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need duct tape or my head is going to explode. Like, I can't yeah. take <laughs> I literally had uh, Keith Perry who is uh, the Gainesville, um, I'm in Gainesville right now. That's not where I live, okay. just outside of Gainesville, but I'm in Gainesville. He's the uh, the rep for this area uh, at, the, at the state Senate. And he, he was, you know, he came in to talk to me and some other people. And he's like, yeah, I got guns. I got guns in the car. <laughs> I was like, okay, dude, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, you, you obviously don't know anything about the, these laws that you put into effect. And the thing is, so I don't know, have you guys seen this stuff about uh, with Project Veritas that's been uh, going around lately? Have you seen any of this with Claire McCaskill? Yes, I, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Project Veritas found out Claire McCaskill is a Democrat. Um, where is she again? In uh, I always Missouri. get it. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in Missouri. She's a Democrat. So the, but there's lots of Republicans there. So she's basically pretending to have Republican tendencies to get elected. Project Veritas uh, uncovered her like behind the scenes going, yeah, we're we're all out for gun control. You know, we're very liberal, just admitting all of that kind of stuff. And everyone's sharing that it's out there. Right. But on our side, we don't realize that we have Republicans exactly doing that same thing where they're Republicans pretending to be Republicans and conservative and for the second amendment, 
you know, but secretly they are Democrats, they're liberals, they're progressives, and they're definitely anti-God. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. In fact, it, you know, we, we had a guy here, he was a, a state house rep. This was two election cycles ago, and he, he sent back our survey, and he, and he was a newer guy, so he hadn't been there very long, and he made a really bad mistake. Because he sent me a survey back, and he said that high-capacity magazines gave him heartburn. And I thought, what in the world? I'm like, there's no, this has to be a mistake, you know? And so I, I sent him an email before I started pounding on him. And I mm-hmm. said, Hey, look, man, I, you know, you, you said that you're opposed to high capacity magazines. I, I'm assuming you read the question wrong. And he sent me an email back and said, no, that's what I felt. <laughs> and so <Okay>. we <laughs> blasted him in his district for, uh, I mean, a month on end and he ended up getting tossed out of office. But now they're now they're very careful. Right. And so just like Claire McCaskill in every state, these Republicans, a lot of them would implement gun control if they felt they could get away with it. Yeah. And so they'll they'll implement gun control. But to your face, they're going to tell you I'm for Second Amendment. I oppose gun control. And then if they think they can get away with it, they'll do it, because what they'll do is they'll find some pro gun watered down piece of trash bill that does nothing. And that's the bill they're going to go out and talk about. They're not going to talk about the gun control they just tried to implement. Yeah. Or they'll give you like here in Florida, they said that they were giving us something pro gun because the bill that they that basically was uh, gun control um, allowed people to be teachers or other people to be armed in the school, except yep. if the uh, local sheriff said no, then you can't do it. And uh, good luck with ever seeing that in Florida, by the way. Wow. You know, that was the thing that they put in there saying to say, oh, you know. Yeah, we're doing something for you guys. Now we'll have armed people in the school. You're not actually going to see that implemented in Florida. And by the way, where that incident happened, um, the, the sheriff there said he wouldn't do it. Even though they're getting rid of that sheriff or they got rid of that sheriff, uh, you get a liberal sheriff in there. He's going to go, nope, not allowing that. Yeah. You know, so Gainesville here where I'm at has a liberal sheriff. That sheriff's going to go, hell no to that. Go ahead, Jordan. Well, what I was just going to say is what kind of what I see is these Republicans, when there's a, a tragedy that happens or whatever, they feel a, an urge to to do something. They, you know, oh, we, we have to do something for the kids, you know, and and it's not a, a bad urge to do something. But what they want to do is just always take away our rights. And, and that's the that's the wrong thing to do. If we want to do something, you know, let's let's pass constitutional carry or, or get rid of gun free zones. You know, that's, that's all, our response after uh, after shootings is is you know let's let's let people protect themselves uh, and not just try to have more laws that will only infringe upon our rights. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to allow people to be armed in the schools and protect the kids, make a separate bill that does that and put that through, and then yep. we'll deal with that and implement it. You know, don't try to put these things all together and then uh, shove it down our throats and then tell us, you know, hey, you're just you're you're just eating a sausage. Don't worry about it. You know, I think that's ridiculous. Okay, uh, so attack it. Gave us five bucks. He says, appreciate everything you guys do. So uh, thanks a lot out there to Satakit. Awesome. Uh, yeah, let me, I'm going to try to go through. I don't, you know, uh, we're, we're, we, we for sure are going to talk about these things. Let me go through and try to hit some comments or questions out there. Jafari H says, I'm still scared for Utah, even with the, ch- uh, with, even with the church. If the carpetbagger Romney wins, look at his record from Massachusetts. Talk about uh, maintaining constitution, but wants gun control. 
So are you guys looking at what's going on in Utah? Yeah, I I follow Utah pretty closely. It's right next door to us. And and uh, yeah, Romney Romney came in. He's a carpet bagger. He's he's going to win. Um, and, and unfortunately, yeah, if if there's a gun control vote, he'll be on board with gun control hands down because he was all over in in Massachusetts. And so, um, in fact, Utah is one of the states. And I have a guy in Utah. He works with the uh, or runs the Utah Firearms Association. And he told me he had talked to some Republican legislators, some of the more conservative ones, and some of the moderates in Utah are planning a red flag bill or looking at some version of a red flag bill in Utah, of all places. What? And so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so we, in, in Idaho, so what I did in Idaho, the minute we got these red flag laws and we started seeing them across the country, I said, no, we're going to preemptively start attacking this thing. And mm-hmm. so sure enough, there's a lot of gun owners who are like, what the freak is a red flag law? But mm-hmm. over time, over the last few years, as we've continued to pummel this idea, now most gun owners are like, oh, heck no, that's that's never going to happen. And we, we make sure to tag legislators in all our posts and send them emails, letting them know we're not going to put up yeah. with this. If you try well, this, we're going to make you pay. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's you, you mentioned red flag laws. Let's uh, let's explain what that is. Uh, both of you or or I don't know if you just want to take it, Greg. <laughs> But, yeah, you take it, Greg. I, I yeah. tried to do it earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you, you did a pretty good job. And, and for all of you gun owners, you have to understand how dangerous this is, because initially most of the states, what they're going to say is they're going to pass a law that says your family members, OK, usually your, your spouse or a brother or somebody living with you, they have the capability if they think you're a danger to yourself or they think you're a danger to someone else. Right. Mm. Oh, that so and so at my work. I can't stand that guy. I go kill him. Okay, they can take a text message or something you said, and they'll take it to a judge and say, look what he said. I know he has guns and the judge can issue a warrant essentially to the police to go to your house, confiscate your firearms. They don't take you away. Okay, Mm -hmm. they're not charging you with a crime. They're not saying you committed a crime. You're not convicted. You don't go to court. They say, Mm -hmm. give us your guns. We have to make sure everybody's safe. Yeah, we got it. We're looking out for the kids. And so they'll take your firearms away and then they'll say you have 60 days or a year or some sort of time frame where you can go back to court and you can apply to have your rights back. Okay. And like Jordan, no due process. Yep. They steal your property and it's gone. Now, now initially most States, like in Oregon, for instance, that's how it started, but guess what? That's not enough. Oh no, 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 no. That's not enough people that are able to turn you in. Now in Oregon, it's the school principal the administrators, they want to go after uh, doctors, your doctors and nurses. They want all those people. To yeah. Be able to so it's it's now like um, also it's guilt by association as well. Right. Because yeah. if a family member related to you does something, they can go, well, the, his family member has a bunch of guns. Or if it's your son or your daughter or something like that. Well, you know, they did this in school and their parents have a bunch of guns. I think we need to go take those guns. It's like some minority report type stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. And I know both Greg and I have both pointed to that movie of the minority report, you know, where they're trying to predict who's going to commit a crime. But 
you know, the whole due process things goes to back to one of the, the principles that our country was founded upon. You know, the government can take your life, liberty and property, but only after you've had your due process and you have a chance to defend yourself in, in court. You know, and that's a, that's the foundation of our country, and, yeah. and that's not something that I just want to give away so easily. You know, with our yeah. due process, and you're right. not to be assumed guilty <laughs> until proven so. You're innocent. Someone has to prove that you're guilty. You cannot be proven guilty of something you have not done. Yep. Yeah. In fact, and Hank, I'm glad you brought up that guilty by association. So we had a guy in Oregon. He lives in Portland who had reached out to me through our Idaho group, that O-Second Amendment Alliance. And he said, hey, I got a story I want to tell you about the red flag law here in, in our state. And so what had happened was this guy's a paraplegic, okay? And his stepson worked at, I believe, UPS, okay? And his stepson, was I think he has ADHD or, or something to where he basically looks angry all the time, okay? Whatever, okay. whatever it was, I can't remember. And he was at UPS, and this was right, you know, a few months after Florida, and he was just really annoyed with the Parkland kids going around trashing on the Second Amendment. And he's like, man, I am so sick and tired of these Parkland kids. They make me so angry. Well, that eventually dominoed into the police showing up at this guy's door and saying, your stepson said these things. We need to take your guns away just in case your stepson is angry and wants to hurt somebody. Wow. And he told him to pound sand. He's like, not without a warrant. You're not coming into my house and you're not taking my guns. <laughs> and they left. Thank yeah. goodness. Oh, but that's, be that's more what you're that. talking about. Yeah. If they have political cover to do that. I mean, just because he looked at, look at me. I got my eyebrows connect. That makes me look angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, there's lots of things. It's, it sounds like a joke, but this is these are really things that people are doing that's going to change the entire the entire justice system if they're allowed to do this. And, and, and in effect, what you're doing, the people supporting these people, you're helping people to create more ways to incarcerate you, lock you up, take things away from you, control you. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just get to this real quick. James Miller gave us 10 bucks. He says uh, recently uh, PA passed HB 2060, which is similar to a red flag law. Is there any way to fight in court? It's clearly unconstitutional. Thanks for fighting for the Second Amendment. Yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll take that. We did have alerts out against those bills. And besides, uh, you know, the legislatures over the will of the the gun owners in Pennsylvania, they, they passed it. You know, a lawsuit's definitely something to consider. Of course, there's a lot of things that go into a lawsuit, like, you know, finding a plaintiff and all those things. So that's something we definitely look at. Yeah. Yeah. Ulti yeah. Ultimately, I mean, you, you need to defeat it before it ever gets to where. Yeah. The don't don't let it be a law, please. <laughs> that, that's the that's the ideal way. And you have to have a gun group in your state willing to stand up and fight against this stuff and kill it. If you don't, then you're kind of in trouble. But ultimately, it's going to have to go to the Supreme Court at some point. And I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I hope that the Supreme Court would strike these these orders down, but I don't have a lot of faith that they'll strike something like this down. They're going to they're going to side with public safety every time, I think, unfortunately. I don't yeah. know. I hope I'm wrong. Well, I mean, I, I think we're kind of seeing that the Supreme Court is not even taking Second Amendment related Correct. Cases, yeah. right? You know, yeah. obviously we've got Kavanaugh in there. I think that's a victory. But, you know, before I let you go, Jordan, because I think you probably want to say something on this. Look at health care. Look at Obamacare, for example. 
We haven't gotten rid of that. You know, we've still got laws from from like 100 years ago. <laughs> Once laws go into effect, they're very difficult to get rid of. Do not let that happen. OK, we, we cannot change. Everyone's celebrating because Trump is in there. We have not been able to do anything about Obamacare. And it's pretty destructive. It's affected myself, lots of people that I know in a negative way. There's things that we could do to fix it. With a majority, we still can't fix it. Yeah, you know, that's the thing to think about. Go ahead, Jordan. Well, the, the, you know, an observation I have is that, uh, you know, I think typically we, we get we've gave the Supreme Court too much power. You know, we appoint these people after their confirmation for, for life, essentially, and they have no accountability. And the Supreme Court is just they power grab from themselves. And really, I think the framers uh, set up for Congress to have the most power, especially the House of Representatives, because they had the most uh, accountability to the people, um, you know, so it, it's, yeah, the, the whole Kavanaugh thing was a huge deal and, and it was so, but it shouldn't have been that big of a deal because Congress should have the most power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. And we still have to see that one play out. I don't know. Um, I, I agree with Greg here. I don't, I don't think, I don't know if we have the chance of them dealing with these things. And then remember, this is, we've got to fight like all these states that are putting it in. And then there's other things that people are trying to put in. So it's going to be constant. Another thing uh, to point out about the courts and everything, and, and sometimes a lot of gun owners don't like to hear this, but a Supreme Court decision is not the supreme law of the land. According to the Constitution, the supreme law of the land is the Constitution and laws made pursuant to the Constitution. That, that holds more weight, that holds more authority than a Supreme Court decision. So if, if you want to have the best uh, you know, thing ever in regards to gun rights, pass a law, not a court decision. Yeah, so, yeah, the Supreme Court's, I mean, unfortunately, we have put way too much power in it. And I don't I don't know that that's really going to change a whole lot. <laughs> and the, the progressives right now want to expand the amount of people on the Supreme Court so they can get, get more people on there. Um, at the end of the day, you know, everybody was pretty excited about Kavanaugh. I'm really torn. Honestly, if you've read some of his opinions, uh, the, the best thing that he might do is strike down any assault weapons ban or, you know, help strike down assault weapons bans across the country. But other than that, he seemed to be okay with a lot of other infringements and which I'm not okay with. And so, you know, I think the best we might get out of Kavanaugh is that now what we were talking about before Hank is, will they even take up cases? Because for the last, I mean, ever since Chicago versus McDonald, they haven't taken up a major second amendment case. And, and I, I think the reason maybe that even some of the conservative justices weren't doing that is because they were afraid that if they took those cases up, they were going to lose because somebody like Roberts or whatever would end up going in the wrong direction. And so mm -hmm. hopefully with Kavanaugh, maybe that will change. I, I don't know. But we, like Jordan said, we shouldn't be relying on the courts. Take this battle to your states and don't let it ever have to get up there. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm going to agree with you on that. You know, this is uh, this is these are like really, really weird times. I don't even know why we need the freaking Supreme Court. <laughs> why do we need it? You know, well, that, we, we, I mean, we should have the Constitution, <laughs> some basic laws. We've got them to 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 argue about all these other laws that come in and layer on top of stuff. What the hell do we need them here for? Because ultimately, you're right. You're you're right, Jordan. We have the Second Amendment. But when someone's knocking on your door and come in and take your stuff away from you, that the, the Second Amendment and the Constitution does not help you or stop those guys. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, I think the founders in their wisdom divided power, right? That's why they had three separate uh, roles of government. And it's been twisted along the years. I mean, uh, states used to directly elect uh, their senators. So their state legislatures did, and they, they've done away with that, and they further democratized it. And, and, and my personal view, I think democracy is a dangerous thing. I think our, our nation was founded more as a, a constitutional republic rather than just a democracy, which really just turns into mob rule. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So. Agreed. I guess that's, yeah, that's a lot of what we're happening there. If you get really deep into it, let me, um, let me, let me just go through right now and hit up some comments or questions here so that we're not uh, totally ignoring people. Um, RTS guy says Bloomberg and the gang are going state by state. No more national fights. I agree with that until yep. they get someone in the White House. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, LV uh, Louis Cipher says if uh, Sisolak gets elected uh, Nevada governor, we're screwed here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not. Are you guys following that closely? The Nevada thing? I, I'm not following the Nevada yeah. race all that close. Yeah. We can look at the score. So, um, Jordan, I mean, this is probably a good yeah. time to pull up the scorecard. I did okay. share it. If anyone out there wants me to share the scorecard again, GOA does have us. Do you want to explain what the scorecard is real quick? Yeah. So, you know, everyone uh, in school has grades and report cards and everything. Well, this is essentially uh, your congressman and your senator's report card, right? Um, and, and their challenger's report card. Um, you know, so when there's a vote, you know, in Congress and we, we tell the Congress we're going to score this vote, you know, this is the correct way to vote. You know, if you don't, we're going to score it. And and if they vote right, they maintain their grade. You know, if they vote wrong, then, then we then we dock their grade. Everyone starts out as an A and then they, they go down from there. Um, you know, so we, we have. All uh, 50 states, we now this is a, a, a congressional scorecard. So this isn't state legislatures. This isn't governors. We do those on a case-by-case basis. Um, but this is congressional. So your, rep, your representatives and, and your two congress or your two senators. Okay. Um, so th- this is what we've done. I mean, th- there's over a thousand candidates for, for federal office, right? It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty big. And we do in- where we can, we do include 30 part candidates as well. Um, and when we get surveys back from them, we, uh, uh, you know, we include them on there as well. So uh, it, it's pretty good. And it's just Second Amendment. We don't, we don't factor in their foreign policy or whatever. It's just their Second Amendment stance and public records and, and public statements. OK, so I'm trying to look through it right now um, to see if Nevada is in here. Is it in? Yeah, we've got some Nevada stuff in here. Uh-huh. Yep. But okay. like I said, the governor wouldn't be on there because yeah, it wouldn't be on there. Race. Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Cool. So if you want to look at that, you can see um, you can see what's going on in Nevada. So and you, you guys could take a look at that and we can, you know, probably go over it. So only the Congress is included in this one. Right. Yeah. This is just the congressional other stuff. We do uh, case by case basis. And we, we do have some some gubernatorial and, and state level stuff coming out as well. But this is just Congress right right here. Okay, cool. All right. Satakit says, it's funny. Jordan is on tonight. I was thinking at work today how much praise and love you guys deserve. I mean, you all work so hard to literally keep my family safer. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So kudos out there. Um, Thank you on that one. Let's see. Um, Gorillas and Guns says, them red flag laws are so unconstitutional. (laughs) 
But we call them uh, gun confiscation orders. Uh, that, that's If you say red flag law around the office, like, what are you talking about? You got to say gun confiscation order because that's what they really are. You mm-hmm. know, they, they orders to take away your guns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, I think so. Yeah. And the other the other thing that we haven't touched on about these these red flag laws or gun confiscation orders is that when when does it end? You know, I talked a little bit about how they're already expanding it in Oregon. What about veterans with PTSD? I'm a veteran. I don't have PTSD, but I know I have a ton of veteran friends and family members that do have PTSD. Well, they're all a danger to themselves. So we need to we need to take their firearms away or let's take the, the killer in Parkland, for instance. He was a video gamer, right? And he went out and he would talked about what he wanted to do to his video game buddies. And what about them? Why not extend the ability for his video game buddies to turn you in as well? And so where, where does it stop? There, there is no place to stop. There is no, yeah, it's not going to stop anywhere. It will creep. I mean, if they get these laws to stick, they're going to do this on a national level, first of all. if they, Just like everything else they're trying to do, if they get it on a state level, then they'll go for it on a national level. And then these things are going to creep. People are going to keep adding to these laws, just like you're saying, oh, we don't like this. We don't like that. Um, this guy's a rapper. We don't like this music video he did. <laughs> you know, they're going to find something about you. We're human beings and we get angry. I think it becomes a problem when you decide that you are going to hurt people, you know, and then you actively go out there and start hurting, you know, or, or making plans to hurt people. Okay. Obviously, there's people out there seeking help. I think there's a whole bunch of things that need to come together. But what people need to understand about this, because they're like, oh, why you guys? This is a good thing. It's a good thing. We're not taking it away from you. You're going to you'll get it back. I think that, no, there's going to be creep in that. And on top of that, have you ever had uh, the state take stuff away from you and try to get it back? Not so easy. <laughs> yeah, that's usually a losing battle or a very, a very expensive battle that you're not going to have the money to, to afford to try and get take it back. It's just not going to happen. And, and, you know, the government doesn't give you the right to keep and bear arms. That does not come from the government. Heck, it does not come from the Second Amendment. You know, our founders said that our, our rights are inalienable. Our rights come from the laws of nature. Nature's God. That's the Declaration of Independence. The mm-hmm. government's not the source of rights, and the government can't take away your rights. Um you know, without due process. So your rights are, at least in my view, God-given rights, um, you know, that the government can't take away. Yeah. I always tell people, especially if you want to talk to like uh, tree huggers out there, you know, imagine you have some creature that you care about. I don't know, polar bears or something. Right. And you say, you know, what we're going to do to those polar bears. We're going to pull out their fangs and take away their claws, (laughs) you know, because they kill their babies. They eat baby seals. We can't have that. That's what you're doing with human beings. You're telling them they can't have their fangs. They can't have their claws. Now, should they be able, should they, should they go out there and hurt other people? No, of course not. Those people should be able to defend themselves. We should, in society should be able to do something at that moment when they become a criminal, when they decide they want to take things away from other people, including their lives. But you can't preemptively do it. How, how, what do you know? How is it that all of a sudden you can? And by the way, we already have things that people could do. And in the Parkland case, no one did it. The FBI didn't do it. You know, the school didn't do it. The local sheriff didn't do it. All these people didn't do what they could have done 
that's already in place. Now we want to go, let's put another layer of something in place. And, the, and those guys are still not going to do anything. But if there's someone out there that someone in government wants to take their guns away from them for whatever reason, they're going to use that to do it. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, look at, look at the uh, Nick's fix bill that just passed. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, oh, the Nick system was already a giant failure. It always has been a giant failure. And so now we're going to do an upgraded Nick's and hope that that helps. And (laughs) that didn't work either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and that was the bill that brought a lot of uh, congressmen's uh, grades down because, you know, that was a a vote we scored that they put it into a an omnibus bill, which is a a very large spending bill, like a trillion dollar spending bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they shoved it into it because that was a must, must pass bill. So we, we said, you know, to, to uh, the Congress, don't for don't vote for any spending bill that includes this fixed next gun control. And we explain, you know, we've explained what fixed next does. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they did. And, you know, sad to say your A rating went down to a to a B or, or whatever the case may be because you voted for gun control. And, uh, you know, I, I know I'm sure they're not happy about that. They're not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Congressman. I was talking with some of our lobbyists today. They look at our ratings and some of them are not very happy that they, they now have a B, but they voted for gun control and that, that's, that's the, their bed they got to lay in now. Yeah. So. If you don't want to be, don't be a B. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? yeah, what's crazy is what's crazy is under Obama, I don't, maybe Jordan can correct me. I don't remember one gun control bill passing through Congress with Obama as president, right? <laughs> Because and people were on alert. <laughs> I know, I know. The Republicans get power. And now all of a sudden, not only do we have the next fix that went through, and now we have a bump stock ban. And it's, it's, it's like, what is happening here? And, that, and that's the problem with Republicans. They're all spineless cowards. Almost all of them. I'm sorry. I, I, no matter what state it is, they're almost all spineless cowards. Totally and agree. when the Republicans get full control, they're like, hey, we can't piss anybody off. We just need to sit back and hope that we get reelected in two years or four years or six years, as the case may be. And and but when the progressives get power, it's like hammer down. I mean, they just go after your throat. They're, I mean, mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi, I just saw the article today. She's already promising universal background checks if if she becomes a speaker again. Oh, These they're going to go crush. back and Republicans are just cowards. People need that. That's the terrible thing. We had this conversation. Um, I was having this conversation last night with someone in the chat. There was someone chastising me because I said, there's no way in hell I'm voting for Rick Scott. You guys could go look at his grade here um, on the GOA scorecard. Uh, what was it? Uh, Rick Scott was, was a, a D? A D. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a D. Gosh. Yeah, he was a D and, um, and Nelson was an F. I mean, what's the difference? They right? both hate gun rights, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so someone was coming down on me because I said, well, I'm not, I'm not voting for either one of them. I'm not, I'm not going to support Rick Scott. I'm just, I'm not going to vote for him because he has an R at the end of his name because he put gun control in Florida. Why would I de- then send him to the Senate and we, so we can get more gun control? And people are like, oh, if you don't vote for the Republicans, we're going to get gun control. Uh, people did <laughs> vote for the Republicans. And we do have gun control. <laughs> you know, the only way for this is politics. The only way for them to 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 feel our pain is to feel pain. Yeah. They have to feel pain and realize that we, we're not supporting them. And they're like this whole two party systems messed up. This is how it works. Right. Yeah. When they feel the heat, they see the light. 
That that's yeah. what a, 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 a senator. I think he's dead now. Anyways, that's what he said. Uh, and uh, you, that's why you got to be so vocal about contacting them. You know, you you have to tell them do not support gun control. Uh, you know, do, whatever bill it is, oppo- I oppo- I'm your constituent and I oppose it. And you mm-hmm. have to constantly remind them uh, about that. Yeah, they have to stay focused. They have to stay focused and they're only going to stay focused if you are focused. If you're not focused on it, they feel they can get away with it. When I talked to the uh, to the state senator here uh, in Gainesville, that one, he could have he could have killed this gun control bill here in Florida. He could have killed it in committee. He, he was he was running that committee. He could have killed it. And uh, so but he put it in. He told me he did it because Rick Scott wanted it. Right. And then they brought they bust these kids up there and he's like, what are we supposed to do? And at least you got this thing. And I said, well, I'm, I'm not never going to support you. And so their talking point on that is, oh, if you don't support us, you're going to get Democrats. Then what do you think they're going to do? <laughs> so it's a trap. We're trapped. Right. So in other words, we have no choice. We we support them. We just vote blindly. We we, we become dogmatic. We vote for people because they say they're Republicans and conservatives, etc. We vote for them. They keep giving us gun control. What's the difference here? Yeah. And that's and so the interesting thing in take Florida again, for instance, you had those 64 Republicans that voted for gun control and a big gun control package, too. Mind you, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a little one. I mean, that was a big gun control package. And so they're out on the campaign trail right now. I guarantee it. I I haven't seen any of their campaign stuff, but I guarantee they may take a little heat from a few people, but they're going to say, hey, look, I I get it. I had to do it. It was necessary uh, because this Democrat I'm running against He's a he's even worse, man. I mean, if he gets in, he's going to take away everything that you have. (laughs) They just loaded us up with gun control. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they're going to. And so they'll say, look, you have to vote for me. I'm the lesser of two evils. You got to vote for me. And I'm just I'm thinking, no, let him let him lose and let him suffer and and fight. You got you got to fight it at the state level. I I mean, I I focus on state level politics. Mostly Jordan does a lot of congressional stuff and 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 they get into the state level stuff. But for me. Um, it, the higher you get, the harder it is to stop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stopping the president from implementing a bump stock ban is very difficult. Okay. Stopping people on Congress gets harder at the state level. Winning these battles is much easier than a lot of people think. But if your group is not a no compromise, hard hitting gun rights group, then, then you're nothing. You're, you're nobody to them. They don't care. They're going to use you as little pawns in their game. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I don't stand up for that. And I know Jordan and the GOA don't stand up, stand for that crap. And, and we fight back against it. If, you know, the only way for them to feel this pain is to lose, to lose. That's it. They need to lose. Okay. Or they need to like really feel the pain of trying to get in there and barely get in there or whatever it is and go, why the hell did this happen? Oh, these guys who you stabbed up in the back, uh, they came back to get you. You forgot that you're in a pro-gun state. Florida's called it like gunshine state. You know what I mean? They, they forgot that. So the, the way that you have to do it is make them feel the pain. Otherwise, what's going to happen, for example, we're going to probably see this happen with Trump. I don't know. I don't care how much you guys, you guys can be as crazy as you want to be about Trump. Trust me, I, I'm there with you. I got Trump shit sitting on my desk. Okay. But <laughs> The bumps, the bump stock ban, it's going to get to his desk. He's going to want to win. He's going to want people to like him about something. He's going to want to say, oh, look, I did this thing. And then he's going to hit you guys upside the head with that. So now you're going to have it on a national level and you're going to have it on local levels. 
what are you going to do? How are you going to fight this? You know, what's going to be your recourse here? You're not going to have one. What you have to do is make these guys feel the pain, make them lose stuff, make them suffer. And then they go, wait, we, we need to, we need to get our act together and get back to putting some stuff in. So just to go back to what you were saying before, these guys have a super majority right now. Uh, Republicans in Congress have a majority. They haven't done shit. They've done nothing. That about sums it up. We're at the end of 2018. We're at the midterms. (laughs) Remember, remember how they were talking about, oh yeah, let's wait till we're not going to do it. When we asked like, where was all this stuff that we thought we were going to get on the Trump? Remember that? suppressors of the NFA, this thing, reciprocity, this thing, that thing. They were like, oh, after the midterms, they're asses. They didn't do it all this time. The midterms are smacking them upside the head. And this was the strategy. This is why they said to wait till the midterms because they didn't do anything. And now you're in the trap where you have to bring them back in, hoping that they'll do something. This is pimping people. You're getting pimped. <laughs> okay. When they get elected and when or, or they get reelected and they're back and they're like, oh, listen, wait, we'll we'll do something like two years from now. Don't worry about it. They're, they're gonna keep pimping you, you're gonna keep going for it. I don't, yep. Jordan, I know you want to jump in here. I don't wanna No, no, you're you're going going strong, you know. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, that that was that was on point. No, and and like and exactly like you're talking about, Hank. Right now, every Republican in Congress, especially the the House members, are saying you can't let Nancy Pelosi back in. You can't let Nancy Pelosi back in, despite the fact they didn't do anything pro gun. They didn't do. Uh, they didn't stop gun control. They actually helped pass it, and now it's well. You can't let Nancy Pelosi back in because she's going to be a lot worse. And, mm-hmm. and so that's how it happens in Congress. That's how it happens at the state level every single election cycle. Yeah. I hate to say it. You guys asses need uh, Obama back up in there to wake up and get <laughs> alert again. You know, it's it's sad. It's sad to say. I never I never voted for Obama, period. OK, but you people all need him. You need someone to be mad at. For some reason, you, you've got Trump up there and you think Trump's thinking about you. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't really understand that. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make you guys miserable, but you need to wake up. Complacency will be the death of the Second Amendment. You know, you, you, ju- you just can't fall asleep with the will. You, ha- you have to keep going strong and, and being vocal and doing all these things we're talking about. Um, you know, complacency, like I said, it'll kill gun rights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that go ahead. No, no, no. No, go, Greg. No, and that's, you know, like Jordan said, the, the complacency, the apathy is what is killing gun rights in, in a state like Washington State is, you know, as far away from you guys as we can possibly get. Um, there are one of our neighbors and it used to be a very red state as far as gun rights went. And they've got a ballot initiative this year where uh, I think they're raising the age limit to 21. You are wait, you waive your HIPAA, viol- your HIPAA rights. Your right to privacy. You are paying taxes. I mean, it's littered with the worst gun control you could possibly think of. And there's nobody to help them. The gun owners are finally waking up, but it's too late. And so don't let that happen in your state to where, you know, they just keep slowly implementing gun control. And you're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, all right, whatever. And then, like I said before, you wake up and you're like, holy crap, what the hell just happened to my state? (laughs) You know? 
It's sad. Like right now in Florida, you can be a 19, 20 year old adult on your own. You could be a single mother. You have, you know, kids that you've got to take care of. You have to work late at night. You cannot go out there and buy a gun to protect yourself anymore. You can't do it. Yep. You know, forget about it. You can't do it. Now, you couldn't do CCW, but you used to be able to have something in your car, in your home or whatever. You can't do that now. You yep. can't buy a shotgun. You can't buy a rifle. You can't buy, have a handgun in your own home in the state of Florida. OK, and that's because we allow that to happen. We allow that to happen. And the bump stock law basically says if you have any gun and you change the rate of fire of that gun, you are now a felon. They can literally sit outside a two gun, three gun match or whatever and just lock everyone up in there if they want to. And when I talk to these guys, they're like, oh, no, no one's going to do that. That's up to the district attorney of the state of Florida. Oh, really? <laughs> You're saying they're going to make laws that no one's going to no one's going to choose at some point to start enforcing. It's insanity. It's insanity what we have. And we let it happen. All the things that everyone's afraid oh, this is like the things that that you all thought that Obama was going to do was all done in Florida. By Republicans. <laughs> yeah. So just think about that. Let me go. Let me get a couple of comments in here real quick. Uh, James Miller. I think I said this already before because it sounds familiar. Uh, 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 Philadelphia recently passed um, HB 2060. So uh, actually. Uh, yeah, 2060, something similar to a red flag law. Is there any way to fight that in court? I think we got that one already. Yeah, I think we covered that. Yeah. Gorillas and Guns says, what up, Jordan? Um, How you doing? Talked to you last night. <laughs> yeah, music lover says any of this crap being challenged in court. <laughs> um, well, I, well, I'll take this opportunity for yeah. for bump stocks. Um, you know, sadly, Trump is moving forward, and the DOJ is moving forward with their regulations and everything. And GOA, we've done a lot of the the background work, the prep work to to soothe him. Um, you know, I was on a phone call earlier today, you know, getting a lot of the groundwork and I can't really say a whole lot about it because it's, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the bump stocks aren't banned yet, you know, because, because the regulations hasn't came out yet. So I know we've got questions, uh, in general saying, have you sued the DOJ yet? Well, no, because it hasn't happened yet, but right. we're in the process. It's coming up very soon. Um, and, um, yeah, so be on the lookout, but that's going to be a, a a a big long battle. You know, we're expecting to go to the Supreme Court, um, but we're we're in the process of of pr preparing ourselves to do it the right way to, to to win at the lower courts and to win going up to SCOTUS. So we'll have the best chance of winning at the Supreme Court. Okay. All right. Let me just make a quick uh, correction here. I said uh, Philadelphia. I meant Pennsylvania. Okay, so, uh, you know, let's get that one in there. I mess up all the time. So RTS guy says, um, look at New Jersey. A teacher tried to have a student's dad's gun taken away. Yep, that, lots of that's happening all over the country. Um, the guy was a veteran, too. The guy they tried to take the guns away. He was a veteran. I think his kid was at school, and, and his kid was talking with one of his friends about school security and the lack thereof, I guess, at their school. And another student passing by overheard them talking about school security. And of course, 
that person went, talked to the principal. Okay. Then the principal went, talked to the police and the police went to a judge and I believe, and then they showed up at the guy's house, this veteran's house and said, give us your guns because your kid was talking about school security. We need to make sure he's not going to shoot the place up. And the veteran told him to pound sand. He's like, go get a warrant then. Yeah. (laughs) So luckily some gun owners are standing up. Thank goodness. Yeah. I heard some kind of story and I think it was in Florida, but I could be wrong. I think it was where uh, a guy that owned a gun store, his daughter said something to someone, they were having a fight in school and she said something about her dad owning a gun store problem. Immediately that was like an issue because she said that, you know, it's come on. I mean, like, I don't think that these people that when they're supposed to act on things, when they get many warning signs, then they don't do anything about it. They don't do anything about it. And then someone says something that really, you know, it's, it's totally, totally there, there's not going to be anything that comes out of that. Oh, let's jump all over that and get that guy, pull him, bring him down. So crazy. Um, I, I just posted something in the chat so you guys could take a look at that that we'll probably talk about here in a second. I put it up everywhere. Uh, let's see who else we've got. Uh, um, Archangel says, come to take what's mine. Be careful because the burl will be glowing red hot. <laughs> okay, we're trying to stop all of this from coming to that because I think, honestly, all kidding aside, once we flip that switch, it's not easily. we're not easily putting everything back together. Yeah, I can t- I can tell you that in America, once we come to the point where we actually have to defend what Jordan said earlier, our God given rights, we were born with it. Once we flip that, we are not putting that back into the bottle so easy. So let's deal with it before we get there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, someone. OK, someone says, Greg, someone says the two way sign over your shoulder is crooked. <laughs> Which, which one? That one. <laughs> the wooden one? Yeah. There, there we go. go. Okay, okay. You got somebody with OCD watching. Yes, what... yes. You've helped him now. <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, if I just see. lean one direction, it'll look it'll look. Yeah, bad. that's Armament and Axis said that one. Uh uh, let's see. Uh Vanessa Kitty says, and don't forget that town in Florida uh went and retired the chicken cop with quite a huge dollar amount per month. Why? Okay, yeah. That's uh, it's crazy. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm, I, if if I get really excited about this Florida thing, I'm going to keep going. So <laughs> I want to be able to. Um, OK, so let's see what we got going in. Question for the panel from Flopping Garbage. Isn't every state gun law unconstitutional since the U.S. Constitution covers it with a right? Yes. Yeah, I'll I'll say that. Yes, absolutely. The Second Amendment invalidates every prior restraint upon keeping and bearing arms, whether that's a a background check like the Knicks background check, uh, whether that's a concealed carry permit, you know, your your concealed carry permit, your whatever to carry a gun, your, you know, your CHP or whatever. That's gun control, you know, that that through Mm -hmm. and through gun control. But you know, it goes to another point, though, is they, they pass gun control in spite of the Second Amendment, not be, not because the Second Amendment allows for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that goes back to another point is that elections have consequences. So if you elect people who 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 support gun control and restricting your rights, then that's a consequence of of putting those people in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had this conversation with someone in the barbershop 
where uh, we were talking about guns. And this guy's a gun guy. That's why he started talking to me about it, because he heard that I'm a gun guy. And in this conversation, he's saying, yeah, you know, I'm all for guns, but I think we should have some controls. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you already have controls. And, and in my opinion, they shouldn't even be there. But you already have that. What, like, what more do you want? So when you talk about someone having to go get a CCW in order to defend themselves, control. All the things you have to jump through for that is control, right? Yeah. Absolutely. The, worst, the worst three letters or the worst word in the Second Amendment debate is the word but after somebody says, I support guns, but. And then and I just, I'm done with you after that. I'm just like, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm moving on. Now, but I mean, go ahead. Gun control is using two hands. That that's gun control. You know, there's a, there's no obstacle that should come in between you and keeping and bearing arms. Not not a background check. Not even what we have now with the Brady background checks. When you buy a gun from a gun store, we shouldn't have that. No way. Uh, no concealed carry permits. I mean, the list uh, machine gun regulations. We shouldn't have them at all. The NFA burn it to the ground. I, I despise the the NFA in its entirety. Um, you know. The, shall not be infringed means there's no prior restraints upon you keeping and bearing arms. Yeah. These and and these things that we've already allowed that already exist, we all comply with it. Um, you know, even though as you're hearing here, we're we're not happy about it. This is this is not the end of all the things that are gonna happen. Just think about that. All the other things, if you allow this and you think, oh, that's reasonable, that's the problem. People think these things are reasonable. There's some kind of conditioning going on with the media out there and lots of other people. Even our, even the even Republicans think it's reasonable to, oh, this is only reasonable. Why wouldn't you do all of this stuff? This will not stop. At some point in life, we're all men right here having this conversation. I know there's some women that are part of it. You will have to have a freaking license for your penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. Don't worry about it. You yeah. think I'm joking? No, no. I, it, it's coming. It's, it's getting crazy, man. All these yeah. uh, celebrities I saw coming out against uh, Snow White now. Snow White's this evil whore, apparently, or, or the guy, I guess, that was coming after her because he didn't get permission to kiss her to wake her up from her coma. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's coming, man. You might be right. <laughs> yeah, I think we're headed in that direction that to be even to be born a man, you're going to have to have some kind of permission to be born a man. And there's lots of just living is dangerous. OK, and people convince us that we need to do. Oh, you need to do all these things. You got to have this. You got to have that. You have to have this thing. Living is dangerous. It's chances. We're taking chances. We need to be able to do that. What we really need is very simple. We need to be able to defend ourselves. Absolutely. That's yep. what we need. We're never going to be able to stop broken people. They're born every day, unfortunately. You know, but most of us are not that way. However, there are people that are broken that are born into society. A long time ago, the village would just take care of their asses. You know, <laughs> there, there were less of us back then, but they would just take care of those people. Right. But now this is this is how it is. And we we still have those same problems and we have to deal with them on an individual basis when they when they come up. I'm not saying we should wait until people do really bad things. We should pay attention. What the hell do we have like sheriffs and, you know, state troopers and the FBI and the ATF and all the what the hell? What are they doing? Yeah. What are they there for? Why do we think we need to put more layers on top of something that's incredibly layered already? 
And that they don't ever enforce for the most part. No, so, what are they doing? They're just showing up and, and you know, oh, well, listen, the thing that happened in Vegas, I don't think the ATF even looked at those, uh, the bump stocks. No, and we still yeah. don't know what happened there. It still drives me crazy that we have no idea what happened, anything about the guy, why he did it. Yeah. Not, never going to know either. So No, well, they've already closed yeah. the case. Yeah, that case is pretty much closed. And they want to restrict our rights because of it just because whatever was wrong with that man, you know, that motivated him to take that life, that evil atrocity. You know, somehow it's it's gun owners' fault, and we're and they're going to deprive our rights by by regulating bump stocks, which, again, doesn't sound like a huge thing, but when there's Elizabeth Warren as president, she can use these regulations to take your AR-15. To, to ban your AR-15 because it's a rate-increasing device, yeah. you know. So that's I why she, I think she's only going to be president of the uh, of the Cherokee Nation. That's the only place that that, she that has would make part. sense, actually. You know, <laughs> Pocahontas. Um, yeah, that's, that's the only place that she. No, actually, no, she's not even going to be president of that. <laughs> she has no, no chance. Yeah, I mean, we've we've got we've got. A cultural issue in this country, lots of cultural issues in this country and battles, cultural battles that we are losing. And that is what is leading to these to these people going down this path to where they feel they have to kill people in order to, to feel relevant in their life or to get back at people who are bullying them or whatever the case may be. Um, it's cultural problems. No, no law is going to fix the issues that we have in this country. You know, we've forgotten God. We've kicked God out of out of our country, out of our homes, out of our schools, pretty much out of everything. And at that point, I think God's like, okay, you don't want me? Then this is what's going to happen to your country, you know? And so I think that's the path we're going down right now, unfortunately. I, I agree, Greg. Yeah, unless we find a way to discipline ourselves, and and as you just mentioned, religion is a belief. It's a way for you to discipline yourself. That that you make it, you externalize it, right? I know there's going to be people that don't necessarily agree with that or whatever, but this is a thing that needs to be within the person. Okay, it's called self governance. You you govern yourself as a responsible human being, you know, who can, you know, provide for yourself, provide for your family, and, and you take care of your own. It, it's it's the most basic form of government is self-government. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I could tell you, like when I'm arguing with people um, who I know who, what's uh, where they're coming from and, and they want more gun control and stuff like that, I always say, you know, is there more abortion control? Do you have to get a license to do that? <laughs> you know, just think about that because that's killing a lot more people, you know. So anyway, that's probably that's probably going off a little bit. All right. Opt out of gun control says and we have national conservative talk show uh, hosts like Sean Hannity, Towton Rick Scott for Senate. That's business. I think that's what's going on there. Right. Um, I don't know that I would really I, I don't really see. I think those guys dance around on, on like I don't even look at Fox News. I look at it if I'm in a hotel or something like that. I think they dance around the Second Amendment. It's just all those guys are rhinos, in my personal opinion. So I don't yeah, think they really of, understand what's going on here. Most of the national guys will they'll toe the party line eventually. You know, they they may hammer some of these guys, you know, throughout <clears throat> throughout uh, their time at right after election until the next election. They'll hammer them a little bit once in a while. But for the most part, they'll they'll come back around and say, and the same thing, you know, the, the, well, the Democrat is clearly way more evil 
than this guy and what this guy did. So we we, we got to vote, vote and support the Republican no matter what. So they'll they'll come around to that eventually. Most of the time, these national guys. Yeah, I I think that um, though you can't really rely on, on anything that those guys have to say. You have to remember that the Republicans here in Florida decided that. They were going to they were going to support Rick Scott and a bunch of other people. Right. So they put all this money into his campaign. Where's the money going to advertising? Who's getting the who's getting the advertising money? Fox News <laughs> and, and, and and everyone else. Right. YouTube's going to yeah. get the, the advertising money. ABC, who everyone's going to get the advertising money in the established media. Okay, so that's why they give you that message. The reason why you're here and why you're tuning out of that message is those people. I don't get any of that money. I don't know Rick Scott. I don't like him. (laughs) You know, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in it. I'm looking at him specifically on where he's at with guns as well as other things. There's other things that have happened here in Florida, but specifically that. So I'm willing to talk about it. I don't think you're going to get those guys willing to talk about it. I don't think that they have really good gun conversations, to be honest with you. If anything that's happening to us rises to that level, they bring someone on. And if anytime I watch it, I'm not satisfied by it. Go ahead, Jordan. You know, Hank, I've been on Fox News and I'd rather come on your show. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate so, that. <laughs> because, look, I can interact with people, you know, live and, you know, Fox News will have me on for at most three minutes and I can say two sentences. You yeah. know, I feel like this goes a lot, a lot longer way, uh, a lot more better use of my time than, than a Fox News hit. You yeah. know, so I, I think independent media, guys like you, you know, guys like like Tim and Mac and, and same person, Eric and IB88, all those guys, that is where people are going to and not necessarily just tr- the traditional media sources. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. And that's why those traditional media sources don't want to hear from us. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear from us either. They don't want to they don't want to do anything to push that any further. So and, and also, by the way, um, the traditional people who you expect to be supporting you here like the nra they're not really here supporting that i'm we're going to kind of have those conversations here a little bit um and when you brought that up jordan you reminded me if you guys are interested if you're not part of goa yet you can go into uh, our description here and there's a link for goa i think it gives some kind of discount right yeah uh typically the the membership's twenty dollars uh for for hank and his his viewers it's 15. Okay, cool. So there's a there's a couple of things I want to go to. One, I want to talk about something that Greg. There was a um, there was a news article I wanted to talk about with Greg, and then also I popped up that thing with uh, Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at that. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's start. Uh, let's start with with that, Greg. Um, did you see this? Uh, what is it? Reuters. 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 I don't know. I think it's Reuters. <laughs> I think it's Reuters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, local gun groups flex muscle in state politics, sidestepping the NRA. Yeah, yeah. So the funny thing is I actually did that interview. Jeez, uh, man, that must have been like four or five months ago. So apparently these national ones, they take a long time to do this stuff. But the guy had reached out to me and apparently it saw articles where we had butted heads with the NRA here in Idaho for years and said, what is the deal? What is happening right now? And I said, well, what's happening right now? And and the big picture is the gun grabbers in this country see the NRA as this big gorilla in the room that hammers everything 
They, they never let gun control go through. They always fight against gun control. And I said, that's funny because the NRA has actually helped a lot of gun control move forward at the state level in some states, as well as through Congress. What gun grabbers don't see is on the other side of the NRA is a whole bunch of hard-hitting, no-compromise state groups, as well as GOA, who do not compromise. What you guys think the NRA does that they don't really do, that's what we do. <laughs> We're the ones that hit back. We hit hard. If the NRA supports us or not, we don't care. We're going forward with what we want to pass. In Idaho, for instance, when I started my group in Idaho, we wanted to fight for constitutional carry, okay? no permit. And the NRA fought against us for four years until finally <laughs> they fought against the, against it. Yes, against not for it. it. No, correct. Yeah, they they pushed back against us trying yeah, to pass. But they it. were supposed to be for it, right? Like we would assume naturally. Oh, this, this sounds like a good well, thing. NRA uh, should be down with that. I'll yeah. put a little caveat in here. GOA is the original group to push for constitutional carry. Like we're we're the original people to push for it. It, it I don't really think it really would be a thing unless we mm. advocated for it. Um, mm. You know, back in the day. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I would agree with that. Right, the NRA was probably never down with that. Just like they said they were never down with machine guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, but somehow and, and, I'm supposed to believe they're gun guys. And and usually what happens, Hank, is. And, and they did this in Idaho in 2016. We marched a thousand people on our Capitol and we were like, pass this now. And finally, the NRA came in and was like, OK, it looks like it's going to pass here in Idaho now. Let's go ahead and jump on board. Yeah, let's take some credit. <laughs> yeah, of course, they jump on board. And then what they do is they start watering it down. And you're like, what the hell are you? This is Idaho. OK, this isn't this isn't some state where it's you know we're almost to where the republicans don't have power and or maybe the democrats have some power and you can't quite pass as good of a bill as you want it's idaho we are one of the reddest states in the country at least the people are not the not the legislators necessarily mm -hmm. but we had to fight tooth and nail and i actually we killed a constitutional carry bill ourselves that same year back in 2016 because the nra wanted to make the laws in idaho the same throughout the state. Well, the problem was when they tried to do that, they were actually taking rights away from uh, non-residents. So if you were to travel to Idaho, they were going to remove your ability to have permitless carry outside of city limits. Hmm. And we went and stood in front of the Senate chambers, me and my organization, and said, Senate Bill 1378 is gun control. And of course, all the legislators just crapped a brick. They were like, holy crap, we don't want to be on. And, you know, and so that's what you have to have in your state is a group that fights back. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. You hold those guys accountable. You make them scared to vote for those crappy bills. Mm -hmm. And so we killed that bill and eventually got a constitutional carry bill through. But uh, the NRA wasn't helpful. In fact, their guy came to me afterward and I said, what are you doing? I said, all you have to do is say the NRA wants full permitless carry throughout the state of Idaho for every person in the United States. That's all you have to do. And th that bill will pass. Mm -hmm. Right. And he goes, Greg, this is job security. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm tired, man. I want to let's move on to something else. I don't want to come back and do this crap again. So, well, I was going to say that um, the NRA, they're not different from these politicians that we're talking about. Right. They, job security. That's what they want. They want to create problems for you. So you still think that they need to exist instead of getting rid of them. The, 
if I can say something, the job of any political activist, guys like me and Greg, you know, we're, we're go-getters, we're activists. The job of any political activist worth his salt is to work himself out of a job. Eventually, I, I don't want there to be a need for a GOA because we've abolished all the gun laws and there's no chance of them coming back. You know, that's my end goal. You know, that's what I want to do. You know, so if for your... Uh, mindset to be, you know, I want to save some stuff for, for next session. That's, I would challenge that. Uh, I would, I would take issue with that because, you know, we don't want to, this is our rights. This is our yeah. God given rights. I don't want to play political job security games with that. Yeah. Let's simplify it. You know, <laughs> simplify this. We don't need to come back and fight this. We should never have to come back and fight well, it. It should make, be settled and we move on. They make really good money, though, you know, the, their lobbyists. And I'm, I'm not, I don't want to make this about attacking the NRA, but the funny thing, I had to bring this up because the NRA lobbyist says, oh, Greg, your your group just wants to raise money so that you guys can you guys can keep going. And I started laughing. I'm like, what are you talking? You're the NRA. You may, I said, I don't know how much money you make, but it's probably somewhere around $80,000 a year. And he's like, well, how much do you make? I said, I make. And at the time, I said, I make $250 a month. That is my monthly salary for working 40 to 60 hours a week doing gun rights stuff. And he's like, I'm sorry, man. And he walked away. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So. That's the problem that we have, man. It's a big organization. Lots of money involved. They've been getting money pumped into it for a long time. And this is really basically what it's become, this massive behemoth. I'm not saying it does nothing. It does do some things. but. Sure. The reason why we're having this conversation is I'm trying to tell people out there, there's things you can do. I think there's probably people sitting out there that, you know, folks that are here with us right now, people who are watching this later or watching it and, and not exactly um, interacting with us that think, man, it's that's a huge, massive task for me to go in there and do something about this. And this is why people are shying away. And that's not true. Go vote and then support people who are fighting back. That's all you have to do. OK, support guys like Greg, support guys like Jordan from the GOA. Uh, so there's people out there that are fighting these things. I see lots of comments in here about, hey, is there are there lawsuits going against this? this I, I had um, actually I don't know if you guys saw, but there's a couple of shows ago. I had this guy, Adam Roberts here in Florida, that's fighting the uh, bump stock ban in court and he's doing it himself. Okay. You know, and, and he came on to talk about that. And I was telling him, you know, I need to link you up with like the GOA and all that kind of stuff. I think he's a member of the GOA, Jordan. Oh, great. Yeah. Send him our yeah. way. Please do. Yeah. But we need to get together with people like that. And there's things you can do if you don't have the time because you're out there living your life every day. There's other things that you can do. One, go vote. Two, pay attention to what's happening. And three, support some of the companies out there or not companies, organizations, I should say, that are fighting back you know, that are actually going into court. Yeah. And I've told people, you know, because there are a lot of gun owners, they vote and then they go to sleep for two years and then they wake up two years later and say, okay, I'll go ahead and vote again. And I'm like, look, that's not, you may be a supporter of the second amendment, but you are not an activist for the second amendment. And that's what I try to push, you know, with my, with my company and stuff is be an activist for the second amendment. Don't sit on your butt and hope that the Republicans are going to be this great savior, that Donald Trump's going to be the savior of your gun rights. You can't do that. On top of uh, voting, it, like Jordan says, you got to get out. You got to email. You got to do phone calls. With my organization at the state level, 
We, we have people, we go across the state and we fight gun battles in Idaho all the time at the city level. And what I will do or, or at the, with the legislators is for instance, if there's a legislator who's going to vote for gun control and I think, okay, I got to put some pressure on this guy. We're going to send phone calls and emails his way. But then Hank, what I do is I actually go to his district and I will shoot a video in his neighborhood. Okay. Or her, <laughs> or her neighborhood. Nice, I will nice. have 20 guys behind me. All of them with flyers that say this jack wagon who says he supports the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. he is doing this. He's doing X, Y, and Z, and we're here to expose him for the fraud that he is. And then we go all over his district and we put those flyers in his house, and that scares the living hell out of those guys because they're being held accountable. That's the problem. They don't. These Republicans, in particular, don't ever feel like they're going to be held accountable for what they're doing. And that's what our organization and, and other state organizations have been successful at doing. It's just hammering these guys when they're not living up to their oath and following the oath that they took. Yeah, I think we need more of that, man. Um, I don't know if your concept has spread to other states. Is it just Idaho? No, no, no. This is I, I learned this from other people. This is a okay. confrontational politics type thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's guys in Missouri and, and Iowa and Ohio mm-hmm. and Minnesota. I know has a group. Uh, we have a group here, Wyoming. And, and there's so there are other groups that do exactly this kind of stuff. I learned it from somebody else. That wasn't something I came up with, but it's right. extremely effective. Right. In mm-hmm. fact, I had a guy, a legislator. He's gone. He's gone now. He's not in office. <laughs> we went and did this to him in his district. And he went to all the other legislators in, in the Capitol and said, you got to help me. Greg is killing me. He's, mm-hmm. he's shooting videos in my neighborhood and they wouldn't help him. They were like, dude, you're on your own, man. You, you, yeah. pissed me. <laughs> you are on your own. So. That's what we need. We need something that holds their feet to the fire, right? That's what we need. Yeah. And, and that could be done on lots of different levels. Correct. That's the thing I'm trying to say. To, like, I know, Greg, Not you've probably, are you still putting in that much time or, or more time than what oh, you yeah. were saying before? It's, you put a lot of time into this, right? More. Yeah, election years uh, are extremely busy. <laughs> yeah. So I still, my salary now is $600 a month for, for our organization. Uh, but yeah, I easily put in 40 to 60 hours a week and I'm helping other states. I'm trying to help out in Washington and, and stuff like that. So it's it's nonstop, man. Okay, so what can the folks out there do to help you and, and folks like you out there? Uh, well, for, for one, if you have a group in your state, you got to help your group. OK, so and, and you have to be very careful, though. This is what I'm going to warn you about. There are a lot of state groups that are essentially NRA affiliates and will kiss the NRA's rear end. Mm-hmm. You've got to see if there's a group in your state that is hated by the NRA. That's probably the group you want to go join. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, and give them five bucks a month. Honestly, I can't tell you how much five bucks a month if I had. 2000 gun owners in Idaho donating five, five bucks a month to our group. Oh my gosh, dude, we would, we would ravage this place of all anti-gunners completely. So support your state groups. You know, um, I, I, I try to teach this stuff nationwide. I run the second amendment activist channel and that's what I've been trying to do is tell people how to do this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to make it more effective in your state. So, uh, if if you guys want to go sub the channel, that's fine. If not, no big deal. But, uh, I'm just trying to help spread the word, man, about right. confrontational politics. Are you are you in the chat? I, I've I've commented a few people I know were in the chat, so I was talking yeah. to them. So people can go there if you in the private chat here. If you give me a link, I'll put it into the description and I'll share it in the whole chat as well. Oh, okay. Because uh, okay. we listen. You know what I think's going on here, Jordan, and and we Jordan and I have had these conversations. I know that GOA right now is mostly just fighting everything in court, right, Jordan? 
Yeah, court. Uh, well, especially with the bump stocks for fighting the court. But mm-hmm. our, our bread and butter is the legislature, uh, Congress. Yeah. That's okay. that's where we uh, raise a lot of our, our ruckus. Okay, so you know, um, let me see. I'm gonna call. What is this? Uh, uh, let me put this in here. So I'm just gonna put Greg on this one. So that everyone knows what I'm posting. All right. So the thing, the thing that I was going to say that I think is happening is that we're not organized because I think if we were more organized, we could help each other more and, and not to, not to like bring it back to the NRA, but the NRA is the, is the uh, big massive elephant in the room. And you would think that we would easily be able to just go to the NRA, all get organized and we'll, and we'll be working together. I go to the annual NRA annual meeting every year um, I go there because I get to meet the folks out there, but there's no organization there at the NRA for folks like myself. They just want to control what I say. That's it. You know, we're not working together. So outside of that, the the rest of us, I mean, obviously we're working together. We're here on this show. I think there needs to be something more organized, a more organized way to go about this to make it easier. So when you guys have stuff to say or there's what, wherever there's things going on, it's easier for you to disseminate that to folks like myself. And we could throw that up on social media, have you guys on the show. We, we can get people activated if we need money to do something, if we need to pay lawyers over here or do this thing over there. We need something like that. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. You know, at, at GOA, uh, one of the things I, I really like about working here is everyone hates asking for money, but we only ask for money on things that are legitimate issues that are actual threats to your gun rights, right? You know, um, you know, you know, if there's an assault weapons bill introduced into Congress and it has no chance of going anywhere, we're not going to say, give us money to stop this bill. That's not going anywhere that mm-hmm. we, we fundraise off of issues that are real issues that are real threats, you okay. know? So I, from a moral standpoint, standpoint point, uh, at least for me personally, I'm very proud of that fact that G- with GOA and kind of go into something you set off earlier, Hank, at GOA, we are very grassroots funded, right? We are our money comes from our members. So if our members get mad at us and and they don't like us anymore, they can just not give us money and we'll stop, we'll cease to exist and they can fire us. You know, so that's how we have accountability and we stay firm because you know our members can fire us by just not giving us money anymore. Not supporting, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're purely grassroots. Yeah, I like that. I agree with that. I just think that we need if if we don't organize, people are organizing against us, <laughs> you know, and they're uh, crushing us have, out there. We don't have the money. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah, we have moms demand action in our state. They probably have more money than we do. And and we are you know, one of the most pro gun states in the country. But the problem is and here's here's where I think we have a, a problem in our in our community on top of needing to have better ways to disseminate this type of information is that gun owners do not conservatives in general do not like to donate money to their causes, right? Mm-hmm. The leftists will give up their firstborn in order to support abortion or something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, conservatives literally, are like, literally, why should mm-hmm. I give five? The second amendment is there. Why should I give five bucks to protect it? I don't, I don't need your help. And it's just yeah. like, well, what do you, Okay, yeah, you can say that until all of the gun laws in your state are gone and you're in prison for following and trying to use the Second Amendment should be my defense. The reality that we live in now is that it's not. If Mm -hmm. I go to court 
And because I went and, and did violated some stupid law that shouldn't be there. And I say, well, the second amendment shall not be infringed, which I firmly believe in. Sorry, the courts are all corrupt. They are not going to buy my defense. And so we yep. need groups to fight back. And that's why I say, if you're not giving $5 a month to the group that, you know, whether it's GOA at the national level or one of your local state groups, you're not doing enough. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not doing enough. Five bucks. That's it. Mm-hmm. If that's all you can do. Yeah. I think one of the things that's happening as well, and you see it in the media reports, right? They make it look like the firearms industry, it's multi-billion dollar industry. I don't know the numbers. I'm just, it's gotta be right. It's big money out there. And everyone's assuming that big money is doing something like they're somehow supporting us. Now on a small level, like doing me doing this show, there's companies out there. Like right now you can see it right there in the banner, ATI outdoors. They're supporting what I'm doing. They know what I'm talking about. Or even earlier this week, sportsman's guide actually went on my Patreon and, uh, you know, don't like started donating $50 a month to myself and wow. about, I think, eight or nine other um, Second Amendment guys that are on Patreon. Nice. But but we but people out there assume that there's oh, there's got to be like hundreds of millions of dollars going into this. Like, you know, similar to how Bloomberg is putting all this money and busing people, organizing stuff like they said here in Florida. They got all these kids up to the state house you know, to put pressure on these guys when they're voting. We don't have that. In the state houses here, when we had the Second Amendment things, we had a couple of hundred people showing up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough to get gun owners. In fact, we in Idaho, I don't know if you guys saw this, we we did a march. So if you remember the the Parkland kids all did their marches back in March and April mm-hmm. uh, on state capitals. And I said, you know, everybody was like, let's do a march right now. Let's do it in two weeks. And I said, we can't do it in two weeks because I can promise you a hundred people will show up and it'll look really stupid. Mm-hmm. And so we set ours, we did it back in September, a couple months ago, and we had 2000 people that came, which still isn't enough in the state of Idaho. In fact, Eric Pratt from GOA, we flew him out here and he, he spoke at our rally, mm-hmm. uh, 2000 people, which was the biggest, largest gun rally in the country this year. I'm, I'm pretty sure by far. Yeah. We and, couldn't get that going in Tallahassee. No, it takes months, man. And yeah. conservatives just don't care. We're not rally type people, right? We, I have the second amendment. What do I need to go rally for it for? It's just, <laughs> so I don't know how to break that mold. I have yet to figure out how to get people out of that mindset. Yeah. I think people are in some kind of funk and they need to break out of it. I don't know what they need to break out of this. I'm just telling you, I wish that Trump would put on an Obama mask or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And that will break people out of it. Maybe, maybe if Hillary would have won and she was in the white house, you guys will wake the hell up. Yeah. Well, Hey Greg, I know you mentioned the, the rally. I know Eric had a great time there. Can I show y'all something yes. um, that, that came in and I think everyone's going to like it because it is beautiful. Okay, cool. um, hopefully I can Let me lock it, it on here. you. Hold on here. Let me lock it on you. And uh, Greg will uh, recognize this. Uh oh. Um, this so, is a Henry. Uh, if, if y'all can see it, I don't know how the frame is, but beautiful yeah. Henry. It's a 22. And uh, it was when Eric spoke in Idaho, it was gifted as as a appreciation, if I understand correctly, for for standing for the Second Amendment. Is that awesome. right, Greg? Yeah, so this this gift came from a, a local gun shop here in the state of Idaho. Um, years ago, 
when Larry was obviously running the GOA, uh, there was something that happened with the ATF and the ATF was um, basically coming down on some gun shops and GOA stepped in and stopped it here in the state of Idaho. And so this was his gift the gun owners, the gun shop owners gift to the GOA as a, an appreciation for, for doing that. So it's a, that's a good looking gun, man. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. What, what, go ahead. It's beautiful. It's 22 uh, short, long, and long, long rifle. Yeah, it's a go- it is it a golden boy? Yeah, I believe so. It's okay. b- just got it in this week. Brand spanking new. Um, I guess technically it's Eric's, but we'll see if I can't steal it away from him for a little <laughs> bit. Um, and <clears throat> maybe slay some squirrels. But uh, beautiful gun. I just wanted to to show it off because I know Greg's seen it before. and And just such a beautiful gun. So. No, that is a beautiful gun. And by the way, Henry Rifles, they're one of the companies out there that I think that stands up uh, for the Second Amendment. Um, you know, I would put in that category as well, like Brownells. I'm actually rocking a Brownell shirt right there, nice. right now. Bureau of Propaganda. That's a, here, I'll show you guys. Look, check this out. There you go. Oh, heck yeah, so dude, that's nice. That. Yeah, you know, um, I I actually, um, today I finished editing and I think we're uploading it. It'll probably be up on my Patreon, uh, if not tonight, tomorrow. The video where I where I went across the country, we did the convoy across America. Brownells helped me do that. They got they got people to get in and join and made all the arrangements and stuff like that. Um, so I, I want to thank those guys. And there are companies out there. There are companies out there that believe uh, strongly in the Second Amendment, and uh, you know. We, we need to, you know, we need to get more companies involved, I guess, is the best way for me to put that. So, Greg, I think you this link that you're giving me right now is for is for uh, your T-shirt that you're wearing. You want to show us that? Yeah, so that's got- our um, that's the website that we run. And uh, this is the T-shirt. I think you can see that, right? Do I activist. Yes, I like it. I got it locked on you right active. now. I'll tell you, even in Idaho, man, <laughs> even in Idaho, when I wear this thing around, everybody is staring at me because of that that pistol that's on there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's similar to what's on your hat, right? As well. That's cool. Yeah. This, this is the Idaho, our Idaho specific group. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, sometimes I wear a camouflage Idaho second amendment house, uh, (laughs) Alliance up in Fairfax County. And even I get looks and I'm in Virginia. (laughs) Now Fairfax County is not like the rest of Virginia, but yeah, I, I get them too. And I don't have any, uh, two AA stuff or uh greg so i i'd like to have some if you want to send some my way okay yeah, so. man Heck yeah <laughs> yeah so you guys uh, if you see second amendment activists in the chat that's greg you guys can follow him right through to his thing i did put the uh youtube channel in the description of this video as well um yeah so there you go okay well go sub to him because I do you have a thousand subs yet? Because you need to have a thousand subs. Like you should have had, you know, like the know. Content, the yeah, let's go. Let's go see how many subs he has right now. As a matter of fact, so um, what's the what's the YouTube channel, Greg? Second Amendment activist. So that's nine fifty one. It looks like so forty nine people. Right. Yeah, like let's do something let's, about let's that. Get Greg over a thousand subs because he deserves it and he puts in a lot of work. And, I, you know, with video production, editing, it's a big time commitment. And I, I really appreciate the work and videos he does. So he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were earlier, we were talking about making change and what, what can we do more as gun owners? So and, and 
on top of, you know, financially and, and giving your time to your local groups, one of the things we have to do as gun owners, and this is very hard for a lot of gun owners to do, is we have to change the conversation. We have to change the way that we talk to people who are opposed to gun rights. And, and I'll tell you right now, the last video I did um, from Wisconsin, I went to the University of Madison, okay? University of Wisconsin in Madison, one of the most liberal uh, colleges in the country. And this is when I was still living in Wisconsin, helping out there. And I talked to a handful of people, students and citizens. And this was right after, I believe, the Santa Fe shooting. And I went down and I said, how do we stop this? How do mm -hmm. we stop it? And of course, the very first reactions are, well, we need gun control. We need to ban AR-15s. We need to ban this. We need to ban that. We need more gun control. All the typical Bloomberg moms demand action talking points, right? Mm -hmm. Now, as a gun owner, most usually what happens, and you know this, Hank, is it's you freaking idiot. You don't, you don't, you know that's not going to do anything. You get into this heated argument and nothing ever happens, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what happens. And so what I did was, and, and I show the progression in my video of what of how this works. I let them go. I say, okay, I, I let all those talking points go right over my head because I know that that's what's coming. And then what I say is, well, what about gun-free zones? Do you think those might be a problem? Oh, no, no, but they don't care if there's gun-free zones. Okay, so if I stick a school here that's a gun-free zone and a school here that's not, which one are they going to go after? Well, obviously the one with no guns. Okay. Yeah, okay. easiest target. Right. That's where they so go. <laughs> the, wheels start, the wheels start turning. And I say, well, what if we have some armed teachers in there that can stop this? Oh, that's the stupidest idea ever. And I don't get emotional. I don't get reactive to that. I say, okay, the, do you have any kids? Well, yeah, I have some kids. Okay, so if your kid was in a classroom and a killer comes in and starts shooting people and that teacher pulls out a gun and shoots them, are you going to be grateful or ungrateful that they had a gun? Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, I'd be grateful that they had a gun. And I said, okay, so why, I mean, why would you be opposed to arming teachers? Well, I don't want every teacher to be armed. And I said, nobody's talking about that. Yeah, what we want to do is arm teachers who go through training and they maybe they go through their school background check and the, and the principal makes sure they're clear and they work with law enforcement. That's what the programs were setting up. Oh, well, that's not what I heard on the news. I heard on the news they wanted to do this. So that's what you have to understand is even these far left, a lot of these far left folks are being fed all this crap from the media. OK, and from Michael Bloomberg. And if you can get around all of that and not lose your emotions and you can articulate our position, you can start to change people's minds. I had two girls that were avid liberal leftists, and they told me if they knew who I was before I started the interviews, they would have flipped me off and mm -hmm. told me to F off, okay? Mm -hmm. And so afterwards, they came up to me after we were done filming and said, you completely changed our minds on this. We had no idea that you couldn't just go buy a gun at the store without without you know going through a background check and i said yeah that's not the current process i wish it was but <laughs> but um you know so I, I was able to completely change their minds and soften the way that they viewed gun owners and that the way the way they view guns and that is what you can do as a gun owner to start changing the narrative because if we don't change the narrative with these folks if we just hit them every single time with you're a gun grabbing leftist you know and and that's all you ever say we're not winning more people to our side yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Totally, totally, totally agree with that. Um, I don't know. I'm getting some feedback from somewhere. OK, so um, let's see here. I want to encourage everyone to go to Greg's YouTube channel right now and subscribe over there. Greg, tell us what the YouTube channel is. Once again, I think we can get him to a thousand guys. And if we get him to a thousand, he could start the process of being monetized. If he's monetized, that maybe he'll get some money to uh, help support the cause here. 
And, you know, so that's why we're trying to get them to a thousand. I think we're like 40 something away from that. Greg, what is the channel? It's the second amendment activist. Great. Second, second amendment. amendment. Yes. Yeah. And, um, let's see. Psycho three sixteen says, if Greg says, hello, my name is Indigo Motaya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I don't know if you know where that comes from. Uh, That's a great movie. Yeah, Such he says, a great movie. absolutely it is. He says, I'll sub his channel on my second account as well. <laughs> you know, and then I can see a bunch of people saying that they subbed Flopping Garbage, uh, John Gilliam, Pixamite, uh, WNC Tarheel says he just subbed, uh, let's see, uh, Clint Sanders, Kiaski. Lots of people in there, I think, are going through and, uh, and, okay. and subbing. So thanks to all those people. Lola just said she subbed. WB said that they subbed. So there you go. Awesome. Um, we should awesome. see that go up. I wish I could see that get to a thousand during this show. I know we have 40 something people, 50 people that can go in there and sub. I think we're you're at 971 right now. Okay, cool. Well, so thank you. 29, 29 to go. <laughs> yeah, literally 29 people to go. So come on, if you're here, go over and sub. I'm gonna, I'll tell you the channel again, Second Amendment Activists. Just search that to ND Amendment Activists, right? Or they can they Correct. can spell out the second or just put the number. I guess I, I it's the number. I don't know if you spell it out, if it'll show up any different, but yeah. Yeah. So, so go in there and don't just sub, by the way, like go in, look at the videos, thumbs up the videos, comment on it and all that kind of good stuff. That's important. I, there's one video in there that I kind of like the best because it's Greg and I. And so he interviewed me. On his, um, okay. So I'm, I'm biased towards that one. Um, and I show another gun off in that video too. Which so, video is that? Um, I interview. What is it? Interview with Jordan Stein on, on the yeah. channel. I'm yeah. I think trying to find that. I think you're on the, I think you're on the thumbnail on that one. Okay. I don't know. My, my favorite video that I that I did and that my man, this took forever. These videos, when you go shoot them, they take forever to put together. It's the very first video I did. It's called Anti-Gun Protesters Want to Ban What? So, you know, right now, lately, I've been trying to win people to our side. But th there were some people at the University of Wisconsin. This was a couple of years ago or a year ago. And they were protesting campus carry. And they all had sex toys. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but yes, you can say, say, in their uh -huh. hands. And so I went and I'm like, look, if you're going to make a mockery of the second amendment, I'm going to make a mockery of you. And so I was, I was asking them if they wanted to ban fully semi-automatic weapons. And if they wanted to ban a, a special device that you could reload your, your black powder rifle 10 times in one minute. And I was just making, <laughs> I was making stuff up left and right. And they were, Oh yeah, we got to ban that man. Nobody should have that. And <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. pretty entertaining. So, yes, please go there and sub guys. I can see your subs going up right now, Greg. Uh, okay. Let's see where you're at. I'm checking right now. You're at 987. 13. If we get 13 more people, come on. Come on down. We'll do jazz hands. We'll do jazz yeah. hands for the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, that'd be inconceivable. <laughs> no, please. I think this is a good cause. You guys should go in there, help these guys out. They've got videos. The magic, the magic thing to do, don't just subscribe. Go look at the videos, support the cause, comment on the videos, share them, and all that kind of stuff. Um, this is a good cause here. We need more of this. Uh, we need more people out there fighting. So I'm happy, by the way. Thanks to everyone. If you guys, if you're looking at the chat, Greg, um, there's tons of people in here that are going in and subscribing right now. I see Ron and Ron. And this is not everyone. Like I'm, I'm missing 
some of the um, some of the people uh, that are doing it. Uh, Charles Holshuth just did it. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Pug Mama just did it as well. Atomic Bulls attack it. Fang Tactical DC Two Mega Boost XXFB. Uh, what is this? A Legend Triple X. Just sub that. I've never. And some some of these are people who don't even usually copy, but they're watching or, or comment, but they're watching the show. Yeah. So uh, thanks for that, and to everyone who's going out there. RTS guy says I'm promising stuff. That is Lola's department. So I'm not. I'm yeah. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> Lola, Lola said she was going to give away a prize. I think if they oh she that. did yeah okay cool all right so if Lola said that then good and we will do that Lola's in, Lola's the boss of that and maybe she'll <laughs> let you pick, she'll let you pick someone if we can hit a thousand we've it's like eight forty three right now and I'm pretty sure um I'm pretty sure that we can we can get it done gorillas and guns sub scamp nine hundred sub. Uh, Armament and Axis subbed, the Archangel subbed, <laughs> STL Storm Spotter. <laughs> Everyone subbing out there. Thank you so much. John O'Neill subbing. Let's see. Where are we at? Who knows what the number is that we're at right now? Let's see. We'll, we'll get back. some stuff. We'll get some stuff. We're at 992. Eight more people. Eight to go. That's mm. it. Just eight people, and we can hit like we can help someone hit a thousand subs on the channel right here. I think we can do that. Glock seven mag subbed. As well, fat bastard sub. There you go, Len Holt subbed. Uh, uh, flopping garbage says he went and subbed on the second on his second account. Awesome, awesome, yes. And Lola will Lola Lola will figure out something, Greg, and we'll we'll let you pick someone um, out there to get whatever that thing is. And what did you say your favorite video was? It's the, the very first one. It's it's called um, set, or, uh, Gun Control Activists Want to Ban What. That'll okay. be the very first video in the in the channel. Um, it's, so, got, it's got like fifty thousand views, right? It's did pretty well, so yeah. it's pretty good. So let, let's where's the video with Jordan? That's what I'm looking for. Let's get Jordan in on this, so we can. I want to find a particular video for everyone to go comment on. So if that one did well, we want to go pick another one and help that one do well. Yeah, Jordan so, did well. Where's it at, Jordan? I thought I had what? you on the thumbnail. Yeah, I don't see. Duh, duh, duh. What, oh, there it is. It's not Jordan. I'm sorry. It's still me. I got to go change that. What's the title of it? It's uh, 2AA Interviews Jordan Stein from GOA. Here, I'll send you the. Okay, send, send me the link for that. Okay, put it in here in the chat. Okay. So, uh, yeah, put, put the link up here in the chat and I will post that up here. And then what we could probably do is let everyone go and. Uh, and um, and comment on that video. I'll go in there and comment. Everyone else will go in there and comment. And we'll let Greg pick out someone from that video. So Lola says she's going to give away a Henry rifle hat, not a Henry rifle, <laughs> a hat, and a counter bottle opener. So it's like a countertop bottle opener. It's a metal. It's a metal. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So Lola will give away some some uh, cool stuff. Let me see. There's that video up here. Okay, here we go. I will copy this right now and share it with the folks. Well, while you're doing that, thank you everybody for for seven. Uh, we, I try to do a weekly show, usually Tuesday nights, but the uh, YouTube apocalypse that happened <laughs> killed my show on Tuesday. Uh, I'm not really sure when when YouTube was down worldwide, so I kind of I didn't get a show out this week. 
but that's all right. I'm on your show. And is there a way for me to share what you did? I guess I can shoot a video on my channel and just link to your the show we did here tonight to get it more views. I don't know. Yeah, you should be able to. Should okay. be able to do that. Uh, let me see. I'm cool. trying to I'm trying to go here myself so I can go right now and comment on it. Um, okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it was a hangout video that you guys did. So Correct. I'd like to see everyone go in there and comment on the video, thumbs up the video, which is what I'm going to do in here. And then, and then I'm going to put a comment in from uh, Lifestyles that are locked and loaded. We're at uh, 995. Okay. Yeah, Lola says if you want to, you can download this episode and upload it to your channel as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. So. Just trying to. Yeah. Yeah. And right now I'm commenting. Uh, I'm making a comment. So I put great show. Please comment here to win some cool swag from Lola and myself to celebrate this channel hitting a thousand subs. And I just posted that. So everyone else go in there and comment and all that good stuff. And then we'll let Greg, uh, you know, Oh wait, someone says it's not working here. Let me put it up here again. Yeah. You put a link awesome. up to it again. Let me know if that one is working. It should, should be working. Um, and then let me go in and see, where are we? What is the count? Does anyone know? We're at 9.95. Okay, cool. So we are five away. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I appreciate the help, man. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's totally deserved. You know, if if we want to put in a, a GOA Life membership in there too, I get no problems. Or a GOA normal membership with that, that's perfectly fine. Okay. So, so, so we'll give someone a membership to GOA yep. for a year? Yep, year membership. Sweet. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. So there you go. You guys heard it right there. So that's going to be a really cool little prize package. And uh, I think you're at 996. So it's literally four people. <laughs> There's four people out there that are being skeptical and refusing, <laughs> <laughs> refusing to go in and sub. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. And if hey, if you have multiple accounts, go in there and sub and comment on that video with all your multiple accounts. Uh, just tell us the name of that video again, Greg, that they need to go, because not everyone's here able to get the link and I'm sure some people are gonna go do this later. And and this is gonna be eligible for later. I'll give you whatever time frame you want to pick someone. Okay, okay, yeah, that works. So if it, when you go into videos, it should be the very first video, but it's called Anti-Gun Protesters Want to Ban What? Uh, with a question mark. And uh, it's the it's got me and talking to a, a young lady there about about firearms and stuff so anyway you're at uh, 998 yes and uh for folks who are joining us now and they want to know what we're talking about with this push we're we're trying to help um second amendment activists our, our guest here greg pruitt of um uh, idaho second amendment uh i always forget what the uh, what the last thing is alliance yeah alliance <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what is the what's the acronym? What's the acronym? That might be easier for me. ISA. Yeah, ISA. ISA. Okay, no, I'm not going to remember that either. <laughs> so anyway, we're helping Greg, and and he's doing lots of good things, and we want to help him get to a thousand subs. 
He's pretty close right now. So what's going on is if you go in, subscribe to the channel, and then go comment on the video that he just said, which is what, Greg? Gun control activists want to ban what? It should be the very first video on the channel, so you might have to scroll all the way to the bottom to, to find it, but it's in there. Yes, so go find that video. I commented on it. You'll see a bunch of other people commenting there. <laughs> yeah, and, somebody uh, said, I'm in I'm in here at Hanky Panky's request. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's one of, one of my many nicknames. We are at 999 right now. 999. One more person, one more person. But listen, even when you get, even when he gets to a thousand, keep subbing. Uh, how long are you going to give it, Greg, before you pick someone? Uh, let's see. I could, I could probably go in tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon sometime. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. We'll just, we'll say five, five Eastern tomorrow and we'll, we'll cut it off. You, you've got a thousand K subs, man. Awesome. You guys Woo! are official right now. That's what people can do when they get together. I think you just went up like 50 subs or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, I think it was almost 60 actually. So yeah. that's awesome. Amazing. Thanks to everyone out there. There are going to be some prizes. Um, Jordan, our friend here from the GOA, he's going to give away a year membership to someone that Greg picks. Lola says that we're going to give away a Henry rifle hat as well as a counter bottle opener thing. Um, I believe that's probably from Henry Rifle or from some other company, but we get some yeah. cool swag from Henry Rifle that we can give away to folks. So, And they're, and they're a good company, like I I'll, said. Before. I'll throw in too, Hank, I'll throw in a silver membership for the Second Amendment activist that comes with a couple of these decals. Sweet. So I'll there throw in go. a silver membership as well. So. Awesome. 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 Yes. And uh, Mercenary BDU says 1K, but now we need 2K. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. congratulations, man. That was that was pretty cool. Thanks, pretty you guys cool. are the best, man. That's awesome. Yes. And thanks to everyone who jumped in there and did that and all the people who are going to continue. I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, that there'll be some other people going in there. And it's a really it's a really good cause. So uh, Psycho 316 says it's like a thousand and two. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So let's see, Jordan, where were we before we got distracted? I don't know. <laughs> At this point, it's all gone out of my brain. You have to keep us on track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I remember. Oh. <laughs> Complacency, you know, Republican back gun control bump stocks. I don't, I don't know if I remember. <laughs> yeah. Clint Sanders says he's already a GOA member. He just wants that sticker. No. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, you so, can you can split up those things however you want to. If you want okay. to pick a couple of people, or if you want to give it to one person, whatever uh, whatever works for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. And um, and then Greg, I see Greg commenting here. Second Amendment activist says thank thanks to all of you guys. You guys rock. That is really cool. Thank you to everyone. I really do appreciate that. All those guys going out there. And uh, jumping into it. I think it's a good cause, man. And um, I don't know where we were. We've got a couple of minutes here. I think that, it, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. I really believe that we're kind of like you're looking at the new generation here. And I'm talking about like Jordan, Greg, you know, you're looking at the new generation, the future of this of, of this fight for the Second Amendment. We, we have to condition our brains to fight this in a different way. Correct. Right. Yeah, we, we really yeah. have to. And, and as, as activists, especially, you know, look at Jordan, he's he's much younger than I am. And I'm and I'm pretty young in respect to a lot of the yeah. guys that have been doing yeah. this. I got old. I got underwear older than Jordan. OK, 
<laughs> and the dude is getting married on top of that. <laughs> making, me, making me feel extra old. <laughs> I so recommend buying have. some new, buy a pair of new underwear, Jordan, and don't do anything with it. Just frame it so you can tell dudes 20, 30 years from now, <laughs> I got underwear older than you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So. We, we've got to we've got to do more. We've got to, you're right. It's not all doom and gloom. Honestly, at the state level, we've seen a lot of successes across the country here in Idaho, especially working side by side with Jordan and the GOA um, and other states across the country. We're seeing those successes. And like you mentioned way back in the beginning of this of this podcast, um, the the left, the gun grabbers for now have given up the fight in Congress. They, they don't even care anymore. They moved it to the state level because that's where they're starting to get successes. Yeah. So we have to fight back. We have to do more. We've got to start changing people's minds and getting them on our side. The people on the fence, the, even some of the people on the left who just don't know any better because they've been fed lies for so long. We've got to start doing more to reach out to them, to reach out to younger folks, um, and not let the younger generations go away without understanding how important this fight is. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I, I, I completely agree. And if there's not a no compromise state group in your state, I challenge you to start one. Um, and if that sounds Amen. like a, a crazy, uh, overwhelming task, it's really not. You know, Greg started a group. I started a, a, a club in my college campus, you know, and I'm not I'm nothing special. You know, I'm just an average guy. You are something <laughs> special. No, I'm not going to let you get away with that, man. I'm sorry, Jordan. You are something special, man. Well, well thank you. So. Thank you. But, <laughs> but I do have a passion for the Second Amendment. And I know a lot of other people do. And, you know, I started the club. Actually, next week I'm going back down to speak to the club. So it's like a, a complete, you know, coming home a homecoming for me that's kind of special yeah. but um yeah. one you know, day i'm going to be saying president stein no no <laughs> no no, uh, no 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 and i'm going to be requesting to be like in charge of space force <laughs> uh, I, I do not want to run for office but um but yes you know and if it seems overwhelming or whatever talk to me talk to greg we can guide you through it we can get something started so absolutely Yes, I agree. I get what Jordan, agree with that, I get what Jordan's saying, you know, it, it's I'm 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 not anything special, and, and I I don't I don't have some big fancy law degree. I didn't, you know, I'm not some former state representative. I'm just I was an angry citizen. I got mad that my government was not doing what I thought they should do, and so I started a group, and and I thought it was going to be much easier. <laughs> It turned out to be a lot more than I ever anticipated. But Jordan's right. You go through these ups and downs as an activist for the for gun rights. And at, at the end of the day, you just you just keep praying and you know that there's people out there like Hank and everybody else who's doing everything they can to support groups and, and people who are trying to fight for your gun rights. And if we all stick together, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I would agree with you guys. I think none of us on our own are anything really that special. We're just human beings. But together, we have the commonality that we believe in freedom. We believe in the Second Amendment. We believe in fighting for other people, not just ourselves. I think that's what makes us special here. And the thing that these guys are trying to say is, like, figure out what it is. There's something that you like doing or that's easy for you to do that you can lend assistance to this fight. 
Okay. You don't have to be like Jordan. You don't have to be like Greg. You don't have to be like me. There's something though that you can do some part that you can play. And if we all got together and we played that part and we're part of the new generation fighting for the second amendment and freedom in America, then we can kick some serious ass. Yep. Absolutely. If you look at, um, you know, real quick here, since we're running up on time, but Hank, you talked about what can you do because it's not necessarily just donating money or donating time to, to uh, do phone calls or emails. What if you're an artist Mm -hmm. and you can draw cartoons? I use cartoon drawings all the time in our organization to hammer politicians. What if you're someone that owns a a paper store, you know, and you can donate paper to the organization to print flyers, to go beat up on politicians. I mean, everybody has some sort of skill set that they can use that is beneficial to the organization and whatever that skill set is, offer that skill set for free or at a discount to what it might normally cost that organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. We all have resources, ideas, things that we could do and we could really get in here and and fight and fight the fight. I mean, I hope I hope I think this has been an awesome discussion, actually, you know, and I hope we can do we can do more of these. Um, I've got there's a whole bunch of comments in here that there's no way in hell that I have any chance of getting to. Um, (laughs) But I know lots of there's lots of people out there that are happy and, and, and they enjoyed the conversation. What I would say is, like these guys said, uh, they made it plain and easy, you know, how to reach out to them and and uh, how to do something or even think about something or find some ideas. They can give you ideas of what you can do. So I suggest that you reach out to them. You reach out to me as well. And we'll see what we can do for you guys. Uh, since we're going to wrap it up, let me see. Who am I going to go to first? Uh, how about Jordan? Jordan, tell the folks out there the you know what they can do to uh, sure. support the GOA. I did see a comment, Armament and Axis. I saw your comment. I will get back to you as soon as possible. I'm, we're juggling a lot of stuff right now. Uh, it's about, really to anyone the, I'm, I need to get back to. I will get back to you as soon as I can. But um, anyways, uh, check out GOA's voter guide. You know, it, it's for, for the Congress. It's for your senators, representatives. You know, it's the report card on the Second Amendment. So please go check that out. Um, and, yeah, keep up keeping the fight. Go, You know, if you didn't sub to Greg's channel, you know, and uh, thanks for so much for having me on. I really enjoyed it. I missed you coming on, Hank. I want to come on more. Oh, absolutely, man. You're absolutely welcome to come on anytime, like I told you, or let us know if there's info that we uh, that we need to get out there. I want to encourage everyone, please go sign up for the GOA, support the GOA. There's a link in my thing to help you save some money, you know, but, you know, the money you save, um, you know, give it to like Second Amendment av- uh, um, activists like Greg. But go sign up and uh, really get in the fight here any way that you can, other than just signing up. I encourage every everyone out there to do that. Greg, what would you like the folks to know or do to support you guys before we get out? Yeah, thanks for thanks again for having me on, man. It was it was a great conversation. I hope that I hope that everybody learned a lot about how they can do a little bit more. So, uh, SecondAmendmentActivist.com is our website. We have memberships and all that kind of stuff. But thank you, seriously, thank you to all of you for. Getting us over a thousand, and thanks, Hank, for <laughs> getting sidetracked and, and plugging that for a little while. Oh, you're while. welcome, man. I'm happy. This like that's what makes my day. That's why I really started doing all this, you know, so I can help people like yourself out. So it makes me really happy. Yeah, no, it's been it's been fantastic, and I, I was glad to come on and and uh, we got a long, long, hard fight ahead of us. Uh, no matter who wins in November, so we got to keep the fight up. Absolutely, absolutely. Stick to your guns. Don't be dogmatic to a party. 
Look hard at what's going on here. Make sure people feel the pain. Keep fighting for the Second Amendment. Um, I want to thank my guests for coming on tonight. It's been awesome. I want to remind you guys, tomorrow we have movie night. I don't know if you guys know about this, but we started doing movie nights. So oh, okay. we don't, we don't do it on a regular basis, but basically tomorrow we're going to get together and we're going to talk. We talk about a, a gun movie. It doesn't have to be like all guns. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow we're talking about Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, one of my favorite movies. So we're going to talk about that, the guns that are in there, and whether or not it was realistic guns. No, <laughs> there wasn't. But we'll talk about the guns and things like that in the movie, just like a fun thing that we do every now and then. That's happening tomorrow. So I just want to remind everyone about that. Make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be lots of fun. Thanks a lot, guys, for coming on once again. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you, Ray. Appreciate it, Ray. All right, we're out of here, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.